1: I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective. My guest, Scott Gerber, may call it my thesis, actually, but my super objective in being with you today is I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM, The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media, and we are in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. My special guest with me today is Scott Gerber. Hi, Scott. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. We already chatted that. Boy, somebody was with J.J. Ramberg and friends with J.J. Ramberg is now on the Business Briller Show. I'm fired up, man. Awesome. Well, you know, good people (laughs) (laughs) all surrounded with good people. Yes, we are. Scott Gerber is the CEO of The Community Company, an organization that builds and manages community-driven programs for media companies and global brands. He is the founder of YEC, which stands for Young Entrepreneur Council, an invitation-only organization comprised of the world's most successful young entrepreneurs, and he's part of Forbes Councils, a collective invitation-only organization for elite executives. Scott Gerber also wrote a great book called Super Connector. We'll get to that in a minute. But Scott, tell me more about the uh, community company. What's that all about?
0: Yeah, you know, over the last decade or so now, uh, my partner Ryan Paw and I have been uh, privileged to work with some of the largest brands and media companies in the world as they look at how they want to develop communities around their brands. Make it so that they can actually get stakeholders and people that care deeply about what they are about. Like, for example, Forbes with Forbes Councils, you know, C-suite executives, people that really want to learn from one another, peer to peer knowledge sharing, sharing their thoughts, insights and so forth. You know, we basically build these community programs so that the brands like Forbes and others can really build these incredible communities that have all these different benefits, value adds and things to really attract a whole new stakeholder group to the brand.
1: What's the website? People can look at that.
0: You can go to community.co, spelled the normal
1: way. Okay, good. Now, you wrote a great book along with your partner, Ryan. The title is Super Connector, Stop Networking, and Start Building Business Relationships That Matter. Let's start this way. Um, You have the co-author, and uh, Ryan, is his last name pronounced Paw? Yep. Mm -hmm. Ryan Paw, he is uh, co-author of this great book. I have read it. How did you two guys connect? Let's talk about relationships. Where did your relationship with Ryan start? So it's funny. It happened in true
0: connector fashion. Uh, I had started the Young Entrepreneur Council, which was starting to uh, take off, especially in the media. It was around 2010, uh, earlier part of the year, uh, where everybody was talking about recession, doom and gloom of Gen Y, and uh, really how we were going to be the lost generation economically and uh, financially, personally. And, you know, basically I had gone out to build this uh, really incredible community of young doers, people that were in the trenches, building businesses, having success, uh, hiring people. And we thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to uh, basically take this collective of people and show them off and build sort of an initiative around them to give back to the mm-hmm. next generation to show that this was a methodology that you could you know, actually create a job to keep a job, to show Gen Y that this wasn't some renegade's path, mm. uh, but rather a viable career option. Well, Ryan at the time, uh, uh, it unbeknownst to me at this moment, uh, had been basically a successful founder of a business called Brazen Careerist, which was specifically uh, geared towards Gen Y career professionals that were looking to learn from one <coughs> another about the workforce. And he was looking for a change, was looking for his next uh, entrepreneurial venture, uh, The His current business and partners had decided to take the business and turn it to a bit more of a technology product. He was more of a community guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just so happened that around the same time, both of us were doing our various things and thinking about the way we were thinking about the world. Uh, A gentleman named Dan Shaw Bell, uh, who's a true mensch, true connector – Sort of ended up in conversations with both of us, and had found basically the the conversations very telling. That while we were diametrically different people, an example, I'm a hardcore extrovert, he's a hardcore introvert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while we were diametrically opposed to human beings, vision, mission, and heart-wise, we were very much aligned. And the things we were talking about, uh, while coming from different sides of the spectrum were fundamentally, uh, in Dan's mind, aligned for something that could really be amazing if only we were connected together. And sure. so Dan basically connected the two of us after you know multiple attempts, uh, finally got us to be on a phone call, and the rest is history. A couple of weeks later, we decided that it'd be best for Ryan to join me building the Young Entrepreneur Council that would eventually morph into uh, you know the business that we have today with the community company. And it was all because of the power of a single person that was connecting the dots at a higher level, Understood fundamentally, both myself and Ryan, our goals, our passions, what we cared about, uh, and and was able to make a very, very smart introduction.
1: Pronounce his last name again. His first name is Dan Chabell, and it's spelled S H. I think it's S H A W B E L. Is that correct? I think there's there's a C in there. C (laughs) in there. (laughs) uh, Okay. So
0: mispronounce it, but it's S C H W A B E L.
1: Thank you. Now speaking of Dan, I reached out to him. And I asked him to suggest a question or two I should ask you. <laughs> so, so this is, don't, don't shoot the messenger here now. This that is Dan. Good. I'm taking it verbatim. Here's what he said. Ask Scott, how were you able to create value for others when you first started out and didn't have much to offer? Yep, great question. <laughs>
0: Uh, remind me to thank Dan later for, uh, <laughs> the nice little saboteur act <laughs> for you. putting you on the spot. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. Go and, ahead. and the answer is, is that I think that, you know, this goes a little bit back, but before YEC, uh, I had been part of a business, uh, that was just a complete abysmal failure because of my own shortcomings at the time. I had made every rookie mistake, uh, led with ego, made financial mismanaged decisions. And this was during college, um, yeah. basically took myself to the point of having a very successful business down to $700 only a year later to my name. Nearly nice job. Myself. Nice, nice Thanks, job. Right? Way hey, go, You know, you know that's, <laughs> that's the real learning lesson when you can really <laughs> mess something up that, to that much of a level. But yeah. in, in retrospect, it was the greatest learning lessons of my life because it happened at a young age. Uh, this is all you know, almost 15 years ago. Right. And it's the idea that that set me up to think smarter. But one of the areas that I found to be uh, the best thing I could have possibly taken from that situation was the idea that when I figured out after making the decision to go and start another business against my parents' wishes, who wanted me to go and you know get a real job, yeah. thus the title of my first book, jokingly, is called "Never Get a Real Job." Yeah. Um, <laughs> the 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 idea was is that I I thought, well, what's what did I do so wrong? What did I make the mistake of doing so wrong? And I think that the only profound thing I ever thought in, in that part of my life was this: I didn't look at the little stuff. I didn't look at that dinner for a thousand bucks I should have not gone to. Uh-huh. I didn't look at the time I wasted in this. All those things were a lot of problems, but they weren't the reason. The reason was because I didn't put a smart inner circle around me. Uh, I didn't have people I could honestly have conversations with without the paint and the facade and the hyperbole that I could actually depend on in the moments when I needed them. Yeah. And that I could actually have authentic conversations, and not authentic—I'm saying that with air quotes—but actual right. authentic conversations with them. And I think that when I realized that, when I took stock of realizing just how bankrupt I was, and I realized it wasn't financially; it was social capital-wise.
1: Uh, that was the problem. I got it.
0: And so, and so I set out on trying to put myself into various different communities and groups where I could become an engaged participant, where I could learn what others had done in building these tribes of people and, and really just get a sense of the value uh, that you could create for other people, right? Because I had no idea. I was a 20-something kid. But what I did realize was that, you know, everybody has expert in something. Everyone has history with something. Everyone can offer advice on something. The problem is people – try to offer all those things but in something they are not a part of yeah. or that they don't have the expertise in. That's when it's a problem. Right. But you know, when when you're a 20 something kid who's just gone from building a business that was making a substantial amount of money working in the entertainment industry uh, with some of the biggest names in show business. And then a year later you bankrupted yourself. Man, do you have a lot of learnings you could teach other people? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And that's what I did. I started, yeah. you know, I would go in circles and I would just end up in conversations and I would ask people a lot of questions about, you know, what they were working on and why uh and, and and diagnosing problems and, and thinking about ways to help them in the way I could. Um, and, yeah. and that built a rapport. And then over time as I built my next business, people sort of saw my path um, as something that they could latch on to because I was, was this young entrepreneur. Yeah, that that's uh, I was something making it work.
1: Yeah, that's something you could offer. I hope Dan is happy with that question. He's going to get this show, so he'll... Knowing Dan,
0: he's never happy with that.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my guest is Scott Gerber. His book is Super Connector. Stop work, stop networking and start building business relationships that matter. Uh, Scott, what's the best way for people to get a uh, hold of you directly or indirectly? Uh, LinkedIn, uh, the website, tell me, tell me the best way.
0: Love conversations. So hit me up on Twitter at Scott Gerber, S-C-O-T-T-G-E-R-B-E-R, and uh, always willing to uh, field comments, criticism, and conversation.
1: All right. And then tell tell us your website again at the community uh, company. Yep, community.co. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I found the – Story and I don't want to get too deep into this, but that you're an extrovert. and What a, what a surprise. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Ryan is an introvert, so I identified with that. Well, and apparently you complement each other, but let's get into the context of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we can't cover anything, but the obvious question is, and by the way, I teach a class called Intentional Networking. I guess I got to change the title. Um, <laughs> now that I know what I know, I'm learning. So networking versus connecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain to me. Yep. Well, hopefully after reading the book, you realize it wasn't a semantics argument.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> I think that there's just this thing, and I can I can prove it to you right now. Tell me something, uh, Marty. The, the last time you had something really, really good to say about someone who came up to you and you identified as a networker. Oh,
1: boy. Oh <laughs> Most boy. people can't think of anything. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> Let's exactly. pass. Go ahead. Exactly, right? Yeah. So the problem is, is that we're in this antiquated mindset of something that we all loathe, right? We we all loathe the idea of that caricature, stereotypical networker. And sadly, it's, it's really the norm in a lot of different areas. Yep. It's the person yep. that's shaking hands, showing up to give business cards, uh, talking about themselves, looking over your shoulder as they're talking to you <laughs> to see who the next person in the room is. Yeah. You know, we've all been there. Yeah. It's the transactional mindset thinker, not thinking long-term, thinking more like quota-oriented, put them up, knock them down, right? Yeah. And whenever uh, I talk to people, I, I try to put things into context of their normal lives. So you take all these business terms out like networking and you throw it like this, Marty, if somebody came up to you and just said, you know, Marty, I know we've just met, but I'm gonna be your best friend. We're best friends now can you do something for me? Can you just go introduce me to 20 or 30 of your closest relationships? <laughs> you know, with something really nice to say so I can go and make some money. I mean, it, that's the insanity yeah. of the networking idea yeah. because that's what it's become. Yeah. Connectors are habitually generous people. They are emotionally intelligent and empathetic. They're curious about humans. They like humans. They yeah. don't view them as you know pegs to knock down to win a personal financial goal. They're community builders. They think long-term, not short-term. They think about the people around them. They think about building an ethos, something to stand for, something to really find ways to be actually helpful rather than using stereotypical lines like, how can I help you? Or let me figure out, like, what you do so I can figure out if you're valuable or not. Yeah. So. So I think that's really what it is. There's there's yeah. just a different set of, of rules. A networking thing to me is, is sort of uh, reminiscent of like the clickbait society we live in now. It's a tips-based methodology. Here are the five ways to get someone's attention, right? That's somebody that's thinking like a networker. Yeah. A connector – it's very much like somebody who wants to actually live a healthy lifestyle, not someone who wants to quote unquote lose weight. It's the person that's not just drinking the Nutri-Shake. It's the person that fundamentally changes their lives by working out every day, eating healthier and living a better life. No different than how you build relationships. It's a mindset, a framework. Yeah. It is not a series of tidbits to be thrown together so you can growth hack a circle and get a couple vanity metrics on Facebook.
1: Yeah, and and you said something that triggered a thought and to kind of prove continue to prove that I did read the book this takes time am I correct
0: absolutely I mean look <laughs> like everything else I mean You know the closest relationships we have. Sure, there's always going to be some that have come up in more recent years that you just click with someone. But there's still that click. There's still that reason for people feeling the way they feel about one another, that kindred spirit. You can't cheat real relationships, and if you do, you need to be able to realize that that is probably not a long-term relationship you're going to have. Yeah. Uh, You know, there's a a mentor said something to me. I, I put it in the epilogue of the book that at the time, around the time of my failure. Uh, I wasn't really taking it in the right way but years later I would realize how profound it was and it was real relationships take real time and you can't cheat real time and and, and if you fundamentally understand that principle you'll realize how some of the biggest kings of industry, captains of industry have done what they've done because they've actually realized there is no five minute abs formula and instead they found ways to cheat their own time to create more relationship building time. They found ways to remove noise and waste of time and people that were takers, and not syst- and, and systemize the things with smart people around them, so they can get more of their time back. Yep. to know that they could not cheat the relationship time. And that's why a lot of these folks go up together and that's why they win together.
1: Yep, exactly. A matter of fact, you point out several people uh, through the entire book, you talk a lot about Adam Grant. I, I know Adam, uh, his Give and Take book and a bunch of other good work that he's done. Talk to me about, uh, and maybe this is one of the success stories we can share, uh, Lewis Howes, is that how you say his last name? Um, yep. The School of Greatness podcast. I'll give a shout out because I listened to it. Um, talk to me about... Him, his story as an example of being a super connector.
0: Sure, absolutely. I mean, here's a guy who's built a massive network uh, you know, in things like LinkedIn and social media and so forth. But if you look at his core inner circles, it's some of the most connected people on earth that are true, amazing people. And he's done this by helping to share their stories through something as simple as a podcast. Mm. And so he basically has built this podcast uh, to really find a way to get people who he believes have stories worth sharing, but also because of the amazing association with the people that he's brought into that world more amazing people want to also be a part of that world so it's almost like a mini community as well as a podcast yeah and so he's just found a way to build this community by sharing amazing information by getting as much good stuff out there as he can and of course as any connector because profit's not a bad word you know it's it's not about uh you everybody has to make money but you just don't want to do it in such a transactional dirty way yeah um by giving so much of his time and content and teaching as an educator and doing all the things he does, when he does have a new book, when he does have a new product, he can share that with his tribe. And if they feel that they've been helped or been guided by his path that they've sort of uh, been provided by him, then they want to help him. Then they want to give back to him when he makes that smart ask. So it's basically building this constant circle that's feeding everything, but yet no one feels like it's a predatory experience. Everyone is getting value out of the equation and the cycle continues.
1: I want to uh, mention that again that podcast uh shout out to excellence uh and it's called The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes it's H O W E S it is a great podcast I would suggest in addition to the Business Builder show with Marty Wolf that you listen to The School of Greatness. Stay here for more of the Business Builder show with Marty Wolf. My friends at nastpartners.com asks you Who will take you there? The Predictive Index allows you to decode the complexities of your people and realize what drives workplace behaviors so you can ensure alignment, reach your team's true potential, and achieve your business objectives faster than ever. The Predictive Index uses proven science to help you manage across the hire-to-retire life cycle – With scientifically validated workforce assessments that provide high-impact insights in minutes. That's the Predictive Index. Learn more at nastpartners.com. That's my friend Dave Nast at nastpartners.com. That's N-A-S-T, nastpartners.com. My guest today is Scott Gerber. His book is Super Connector. Stop networking and start building business relationships that matter. I am your host, Marty Wolf on the Business Builder Show. Um, here's where I want to go next. How important is it the foundation of being a super connected, uh, super connector? The word awareness. Talk to me about awareness. What does that mean? Yep. So I think self-awareness
0: is one of the most important traits any connector can have. And it's amazing to me, Marty. I mean, I'm sure you see the same thing being somebody who is in the world as well, that probably has a high level of self-awareness. How many people don't? Um, I think there's two kinds of self-awareness. Now, some people might be very self-aware about themselves. That's where they can know and, and sort of audit themselves to know their own strengths and weaknesses, know what they excel at, know where they don't. The problem is most people don't have the other kind of self-awareness, which is the part how they come off to others, Mm -hmm. how others view them. And so a quick story. When I was in college, I was selected uh, to be part of this producers program. It was five kids from all of NYU, uh, and they brought in a very high-powered development executive uh, from one of the big production companies in Hollywood. To talk to us about the process. To me, this was like a huge thing because it's one thing to be educated on how to make a film, it's another to literally have someone in the room that is greenlining multi million dollar projects every day and understanding that is so crucial. And so, five students, we get into this room, and within seconds, It was almost like a horrible comedy that this happened. One of the girls (laughs) in the room opens her bag, pulls out a screenplay, throws it in front of the guy and says, this is your next movie you're going to make and proceeds to take over the entire room with a pitch directed to this guy about how her movie was going to be just like the greatest movie on earth. We're mortified. He's like, Oh my God, how did this happen? Where am I right now? I feel like I've been blindsided. The room, the value, everything evaporates. And this girl thinks, probably for the rest of her life, that she took a shot, yeah. that she had a moment. Wrong. And the reality is, is fundamentally wrong. Couldn't wrong. be more out there. Absolutely. And, and that was the first time I ever met a truly unself aware individual to the level that is obviously caricature almost status. Yeah. But I would but I would require, I would ask people to do one thing. Like, look, you, you can get an inner circle together of five or six people, and these should be people that are just... Literally like you trust your life with it doesn't have to be only business doesn't have to be you know only family But it does have to be people that you really trust But more importantly that you trust they'll be honest with you and not want to like Hold back if, if they want to hurt your feelings and just ask them. Hey, you know, how do I come off? You know, I had an intervention with my friends around the time of that failure because I asked that question to one of my best Friends who knew me in the world and he said some hard stuff to me Scott. You're being an egotistical, pompous ass <laughs> And I was taken aback Hmm. because I thought I was being confident.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, but
0: there's these moments that you need that slap in the back of the head sometimes. And look, hopefully everything is fine. But if you trust the people around you that do love you, that know you for who you are, uh, that from a business wise who have stake in the game with you, that want to see you succeed, then having that value of being able to have that authentic conversation to sometimes get that slap in the back of the head is so important, especially when it comes to your self-awareness.
1: D.C. Taylor must really love me because he slaps me about every five shows in the back of the head and says, you should have done that differently. I'm trying to learn. Uh, D.C., I watched the video on how to interview this morning twice. I thought I'd do okay today. Watch it again. Watch it okay again. So, so. Pulls out the ruler. Scott Scott Gerber, my guest, is uh, author of Super Connector. Tell us again how you want people to connect with you.
0: Yep. Go to Twitter at Scott Gerber. You can also check out the book uh, at SuperConnectorBook.com. Let us know what you think. Read what others have to say as well.
1: Okay. Uh, I do have another minute, but before we go on, I will make sure you tell Ryan that I said hello and that when hello. I visit Dan Canary at the Harpoon Bar- Brewery in Boston, in the Boston area, <laughs> he I'll call around. him and we'll have a beer. How's that? I love it. Excellent. So let's wrap up. Give me give me the the, what do you want people from this whole discussion? And it's unfair. But, you know, in 30 seconds or less, what do you really want to drive home to to the audience here?
0: Stop trying to be something you're not because you were told by every person in your life that this is the way it's got to be. I think that there is just something so profound about us continuing to do the same lazy mindset stuff, because this is what you saw at the conference. This is what your teacher at business school told you. This is what it is. Instead of actually knowing, because in your heart, you know you hate doing this stuff, find a better way. There is a better way. I think that we found a lot of the top connectors in the world are successful because of the things we've outlined in this interview. Don't just take my word for it. Take the word of dozens of the top connectors in the world who really have put their eye and their lens on a whole new way to build relationships. That's smarter. It's methodical. It's good on your time. It makes you a selective human, makes you a better human. More importantly, it helps you to stop
1: being a networker. Amen, brother. Scott Gerber has been my guest. His book is Super Connector. You want to get this? It is a super book. So, Scott, thanks so much for being part of the Business Builder Show. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show, and stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you, it's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.